Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Friday night. It may be Friday night for some people, but it's Friday Eve for me. Thank Jesus. Uh huh. In fact, nobody asked me for permission. If a certain. It's Friday night. (laughs) Oh my. I I didn't I didn't sign any. I don't remember signing any vacation request. So I might just not let a certain person. Uh, take tomorrow off. But anyway, hey, glad to have you guys here with me uh, every night of the week. And uh, maybe by tomorrow night, the guy who's filling in for a certain person here will have his vegetable name. I think we should just pick one for him tonight. Yeah, I think we will. And if he's listening, you know, uh, too late. Too late, dude. You had your chance. All right, we got much of serious topics to get into tonight. If this is your first time tuning in, I am Andrea Kay, Dynamite in a Dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy, and there is so much to go around tonight. Uh, Joe Biden has issued an ultimatum that is just almost laughable, except for the fact that there's a whole lot of Americans who actually listen to this dude and, and give him credibility. Things are getting really scary over with our greatest ally, our beloved Israel, and I stand with Israel if you didn't realize it by now. And I know you you conservative friends of mine love Israel as much as I do and as much as President Trump did, first president in history to um, to honor the the long held promise of moving moving the embassy to to Jerusalem, it is shocking the level of anti semitism that is going on today. Here we got the left yammering all day long about you know uh, no hate and you know um, uh, critical race theory and all this stuff. And they do the, and they they do it. And they do it. Critical race theory is about racism against people of a certain skin color, and the Democrats. And, and and what they have been saying about Israel is it should shock in every American. I don't even understand at this point how any uh, Jew in in America could vote for a Democrat. If if you voted for him before, maybe you didn't realize you know the anti-Semitic streak that was going on there. Maybe uh, I'm going to re- get into that in a little bit after our first break and share with you some some news going on with that. I'll just tell you this: when the Muslim Brotherhood which is a terrorist organization, is quoting and using in in their uh, media, if you will, quotes from United States Democrats in Congress that are now the mouthpieces for the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a terrorist organization. In fact, they had a manifesto that said their goal was to replace the Constitution with the Quran. Uh, we, we got a problem with anti-Semitism and possibly Islamic terror going on within uh, the Democrat Party. So we are going to talk about that in a moment. We've got, coming up bottom half of the show, first time in a while, the Megaphone Marine is going to be here. Cordy Lee Williams, who actually has a show here on Saturdays with Crystal Teeny, he's going to be here because he's actually at a conference, the Faith and Freedom Conference down in the Big D, as we call it in New Orleans, Dallas. He's down there, and he's going he's gonna to call in from the conference and tell us what's going on with these patriots down there that have organized, they've mobilized, and they are down there to get more conservatives and Christians 
active, right? We can't just sit around yammering and complaining like Liz Cheney today because she's been ousted. No, we've, we've got to get active and continue to fight for our freedoms and our faith in this country. So stay tuned for Cordy Lee. And of course, I've got to bring in my main man who's with me every night of the week. And I haven't decided yet if I'm letting him take tomorrow night off. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. Yesterday, I met in this very room. I'll just throw it out there and then people can sympathize with me. So you're going to tell me you're not going to let me celebrate early my birthday weekend? Why would you? What? Well, we might as well celebrate your birthday six months hey, in advance. We, I mean, I, your birthday is plan your own birthday. They say, "Dad, just take the days off. You just do what you got to do." They can't read a calendar. You raise kids that can't figure out when your actual birthday is. Or what, we're now going to have to have a birthday solstice? We're going to have to celebrate There are particular months? events that don't take place on my actual birthday. Oh, okay. I see how it is. All right. Well, um, something to think about as you take a few days off. Joe Biden has come out and said, get vaccinated or wear a mask forever. Those are your two choices. So where do you stand, DJ Potato Skins? I stand. Make me. Well, you, uh, that, you're, you've been given two choices. By no, Joe Biden. I, I stand if I'm if I'm out and about and I don't see a need to wear one, I'm not going to wear one. He can come make me. Well, the first thing I thought of was how is anybody going to know whether or exactly. not I'm, I'm self-identifying as vaccine. I know people, people in my family that have gotten the vaccine. You want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. As I've I, as I've shared information and will continue to do so about the vaccine. Uh, particularly the fact that it was pushed out under the Emergency Use Act, which meant that um, it had not reached FDA approval. We know, uh, I think, seven of a certain baseball team, I'm not sure if it's the Yankees or not, you know, I don't know baseball, all tested positive for coronavirus after the vaccine. Bill Maher uh, got vaccinated. He's tested for the Rona. Um, we know uh, issues with, with reactions and blood clots, etc. And there are too many laws in place right now. For them to go, okay, well, you need to show me that you're that, that you're vaccinated. Sorry, uh, HIPAA laws, dude. You can't do that. Exactly. Exactly. If you've been into, and if you're not familiar with how it works, if you have been into a drugstore to pick up a prescription, there's a big sign that says you got to stand here to keep you back away from somebody picking up a prescription because they're supposed to, you're supposed to have privacy. Other Americans don't have a right to know what pills you take what vitamins you're on, what medicines you're involved. These are supposed to be decisions you're making between you and your doctor, right? So so um, the next step has to be demanding proof of vaccines. That's got to be what's coming, right? Yeah, and it's either right around the corner or they're just trying to get a very intricate system in place behind the scenes so that they can hit it out of the park. And there's going to be a lot of people crying Stand up now while you can. Yeah, because there have been reports that there have been apps that they've been working on in different states across the country, like New York had an app that had had to do with uh, vaccines, and it's going to let you know when your time for your booster. And and if they can get you to make it digital, then they can control you and track you where you oh, are that's the goal. and say, you can't go into the grocery store. You haven't had your booster yet. You can't go in here. You haven't had this done yet. And again, you know, we we have not taken a position of trying to tell anybody whether or not they should take the vaccine. What we've said is we have shared uh, reports as to what's going on with them. Um, They're basically a continued clinical trial because they were not FDA approved. We've shared that. And our position has been here on the show. And mine continues to be what the Democrat Party have said their position is when it comes to abortion, which is my body, my choice. How is it different? It's not different. It's not different. 
If 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 I'm not allowed to stand right up next to you as you're picking up your prescriptions in the in the at CVS, you don't have a right to know whether or not I've taken it. Period. I've been vaccinated. Period. That's it. Right. Um. We do we need to start a group called Vaccinations and uh, Anti-Vax Anonymous? Is that what we've got to do? I mean, I know it sounds silly, but I mean that's almost what it's come down to. Um, there, uh, the uh, Webster's came out with a new definition. Um, uh, anti-vaxxer, which is somebody, which is basically... That's an official term now. It's an official definition now, anti-vaxxer. You're officially shamed, and the definition of it, I left it in my bag, but... Someone I'll, that does research? It's it's somebody that, that, that doesn't like the law forcing you to take a vaccine. Well, right. Now, don't call me an anti-vaxxer. Call me a constitutionalist. Amen. Call me a constitutionalist. You want to take the vax? Take it. You want to wear a mask all day? Wear a mask. That's I don't constitutional care. Constitutional right. I don't care what you do. Yeah, but it's all right. The CDC supposedly has come out and said today, breaking news: if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask in most places indoors, <laughs> and not outdoors. Well, first of all, that's the way it should be, right? But but why is it in most places indoors? Okay, so where indoor doors do you still have to wear? A mask. I guess in certain places, the Rona is extra, extra thick, (laughs) and so you still got to wear it. Right? It's insane. Um, Breaking news update on uh, Colonial Pipeline. They did pay the uh, $5 million to the hackers. Uh, We had John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat on the show the other night. I asked him, should they pay it? And he said, absolutely not. Because I still think it speaks volumes that the government did not step in and make this thing just go away. Well, they would have to. Well, whether they're paying the five million or whether the government pays the five million. John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat said you do not pay a ransom. Never. Whether it's with somebody has been, you know, um, what's it called in South America when they they kidnap somebody proof of life you know and don't it's like pay the, it's like the first rule of thumb on these things yeah you don't pay you don't pay pay the ransom so now um we don't know you know they might go well, gee they paid that 5 mil awful easy we we, we miscalculated maybe we our could ask assessment. a little bit more next right time. because they didn't you know cuz they supposedly dark side analyzes the situation to see how, how much can we get without breaking the bank um by the way um hashtag um, we are closed is trending on Twitter, and it's interesting because when you hear there's two sides of uh, almost equally of people using the hashtag we are closed. You've got the capitalists, you've got the people that understand how business works, saying you know um, we businesses are closed because it's hashtag we are closed is based upon a sign being up on a, on a, on a right. store. We are closed, right? And you've got people who understand how this country works and how businesses operate and how um, they're the ones that have to invest a whole lot of money and take out loans, et cetera, et cetera, to start a business, to keep a business going. And um, the many businesses, the ones that are fortunate enough to have survived the commie takeover as using the excuse of coronavirus limping along, um, with um, all the fraud that took place with the Paycheck Protection Act and all this stuff, and the, the ones that barely survived now can't uh, operate because the workers that they hired are paid more money to stay at home than take a job. Now, of course, we've got the, the commie class. We've got the proletariats, I guess, um, all over Twitter today, glee, gleeful over hashtag we are closed because it's working. This is our new revolution, they say. You know, we're showing we're showing these evil corporate dictators that, you know, they can't continue to take advantage of us forever. And the the they are the quintessential useful idiots. 
Just like couldn't. you and I say, at the end of the day, they're going to get cast aside. Well, of course, these are the people that are going to end up just like in Venezuela, having to hunt down their own dog for food. But we all, we only have people that are this ignorant in this country because our schools have failed to educate people on socialism, on Marxism, on the fact that useful idiots like this are the first ones lined up and shot. And there will be nobody spared, uh, uh, that none of the proletariats will be spared, and there's never going to be a greater um, uh chasm between the bourgeoisie and the proletariats, the haves and the have-nots, than under communism. And, you know, and, and the, the reality is, as somebody put it using the hashtag we are closed, what we've got is a bunch of Democrats that are too lazy and, with, and lacking in character and integrity and any sense of work ethic and ambition that they'd rather sit at home and eat cans of ravioli then go out and hustle and try to work their way up. Because if you're a minimum wage person, which a lot of these jobs are, that was never supposed to be a head of household job. That's supposed to be your launching point. That's what I did while I was working five nights a week and carrying 21 hours to get a college degree. You to knew try to when make you got that job, you expected it to be low paying. Well, right. I didn't expect to serve cocktails you know, or sling nachos to somebody for 40 an hour. That's ridiculous. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to take it over to Gaza. IDF is making moves on the on uh, the Gaza Strip on the ground and in the air. And the the uh, while we should be supporting and praying over our Jewish brothers and sisters over there, um, we've got Democrats that are fundraising off of the deaths of Jews. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> Y'all know I usually check Insta for food uh, pics while I'm during the break. And I see this. Get a load of this, Gens. Somebody posted a pic of the vice president... Um, as a side, I'm not going to say the word, with Montel Williams back on his show. She and another scantily clad woman are are on either side of Montel Williams. This is a side of Kamala Harris that I really didn't need to see. <laughs> Just can, say that. Can't erase. Can't erase. <laughs> my eyes. My eyes. I'll never get them back. Um, okay, so seriously, the IDF has had to move in, into uh, Gaza and also launching airstrikes onto Gaza because the rocket attacks and the terrorist attacks uh, continue against um, Israel. And um, I, the quote that I was looking for last night, because what what's going on uh, with the media, somebody brought this up yesterday, so a, a reporter out of Israel said, we never hear about the attacks on Israel until is- Israel retaliates. When they go to defend themselves. And then that's when we have we have Congress people like Ilhan Omar tweeting out Israeli airstrikes killing civilians in Gaza is an act of terrorism. Palestinians deserve protection. Unlike Israel, missile defense programs such as Iron Dome don't exist to protect Palestinian civilians. It's unconscionable to not condemn these attacks. Um the Iron Dome is there over Israel to protect Israel against attacks. I mean, this is to have a United States congresswoman flat out lie and accuse our greatest ally, Israel, of terrorism. 
against the Palestinians is un- that's what's unconscionable. How she is c- continued to be. This woman was uh, was fundraising for care, a front group for Hamas, who was launching these rockets and killing Jews. Were she a Republican, she uh, it would be brought up on her each and every day. And what the IDF tweeted out today was how many over a hundred rockets failed and fell back. A lot of the people being killed in uh, the on the Palestinian side are their own rockets that failed. It was I, I, it was Golda Meir who said, "We can forgive the Arabs for killing our children. We cannot forgive them for forcing us to kill their children. We will only have peace when the Arabs, with the Arabs, when they love their children more than they hate us." And that's that is the the cold hard truth. They did not have if Israel did not have the Iron Dome, they would be wiped off the face of the map. Because that's the goal. And who else was behind Hamas? Iran. And Iran has stated, and I talked about this last night, their goal is to wipe the United States and Israel off the map. They've said it numerous times. And they mean it. Um she goes on to say, oh Rashida Tlaib said American taxpayer money is being used to commit human rights violations. It is. When Biden wrote a check to, for over $200 million to Hamas, which is where it went. Congress, she says, Congress must condition the aid we send to Israel and end it all together if those conditions are not followed. Unbelievable. And, of course, Ocasio-Cortez joined her fellow squad members in accusing Israel for inciting violence. And, of course, these quotes and more were used by the Muslim Brotherhood. And um, their headline and one of their or uh, I don't know what this is. It's it's a new a, I, I hate to even call it a new site, a propaganda site. The Ikwan online Democratic representatives demand the protection of Palestinians from Zionist attacks. So United States Congress people are mouthpieces. They're spokespeople for terrorism, for Islamic terrorism. And Ilhan Omar actually sits on the Foreign Affairs Committee. This woman is allowed to be in Congress is beyond me. Uh, this woman, it, by sitting on the Foreign Affairs Committee, she is 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 um, uh, uh, cl- able to see classified information. We also this is also an administration now where John Kerry should have been tried. He should have already been tried for the Logan Act, if not treason, for he's denying it. But it was on, it was caught on a hot mic. Iran saying, yeah, John Kerry gave us troop movements from Israel over in Syria to Iran. Anti-Semitism is alive and well in the Democrat Party. And let me tell you, this is it was, as well as there was a um, let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, remember. That um, back during Hitler years, who did who did Hitler partner with? He partnered with the Muslim Brotherhood. In fact, there was a, a Palestinian actress who knew that you know there was such a thing as a Palestinian actress. She actually quoted Hitler, and and the the statement she quoted from Hitler was when she said the problem. She quoted Hitler when Hitler supposedly said um, that he he should have killed all the Jews. No, no, I think I'm, I'm struggling to find the quote. I'm, I'm going to try to find it during the break. Uh, I think Hitler's quote was, I killed all, I, I left just enough Jews alive. I didn't kill all the Jews because I wanted to leave enough Jews alive to remind me why I killed killed the other ones in the first place. So we have 
So you cannot brush off Ilhan Omar as some kook or Rashida Tlaib. We have a part, and I've been saying this for years, what this is ultimately about is the same partnership that Hitler was about. Hitler partnered, Hitler partnered with the Islamic terrorist in order to destroy uh, Jews, right? And it, and why would this be happening now? Why you know why would the Democrat Party be be partnering now with Islamists? Because what do, what do they have in common? Right? They it, it's Marxism. They seek to have a centralized system of power. Islamic countries, uh, countries under Islamic law. Islam is a political ideology that hides behind a religious component. Ultimately, it's about communism. It's about a centralized system of power with complete control over its citizens. And what was Hitler? He was a socialist. And I don't care whether you call it socialism, Marxism, communism. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. And in order to get it over on uh, a country, uh, you got to disarm them. You got to tear apart the fabric of it. We we are a country that was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and values. And that is why... Those that hate us and our enemies want to, want to destroy Israel and, that's and why the they're United at it States. Each and every day. At each and every day. On the fifth anniversary of 9 11, I interviewed um, Ahmed Akbar, I, I believe his name was. It's been a long time now. And he was a, an ambassador, I think it was from Pakistan. And he said, he said, the terrorists are in a war with Western civilization. He said, don't you people get it? Don't you think at all? He said, you think at the time, he said, you think because it's a bombing of a nightclub in Bali, it doesn't have anything to do with you? This is about this is about destroying Western civilization. That's what this is. And to think that we've got members of the U.S. Congress that are, are that are, are fostering the ideology, the anti-Semitic, the same anti-Semitism that was involved in the Holocaust is absolutely unconscionable, and they should be yanked out of office. We're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, we are going to bring in Cordy Lee Williams. Let's go have some fun. Let's get upbeat. Let's talk about this faith and freedom rally that's happening in Dallas. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in. Joe Biden has given y'all an ultimatum. He says, here's your choices. Either get vaccinated or mask up. That's it, people. That's that's the tweet. That's all. That's all you got. Um, I wonder if that's a topic of discussion down at the Faith and Freedom event happening down in the Big D, as we call it, down in New Orleans. Joining me now to discuss is Cordy Lee Williams. Y'all know him in San Diego. He's the megaphone marine. He is the founder of 1776 Forever Free. He's also host of Dr. Cordy and Crystal Teeny's Unfettered Patriot Show, which you can hear every Saturday morning here from 9 to 10 a.m. And he is down there for this amazing event. Hey, Cordy Lee Williams, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Well, thanks for having me, Andrea. It's an honor. All righty. So um, what are y'all doing down in Big D besides uh, eating some good barbecue and Tex-Mex? Well, <laughs> we got we got some great patriots like Joe Collins, and uh, we got Melissa Tate and Deanna Lorraine, Matt Couch, Greg Locke, Brian Gibson, and probably about, I don't know, 40 other speakers. And we're just talking about freedom and really how to take back America and what everyday Americans can do, red, white, and, and blue patriots like your listeners, uh, what they can do to really get active in the process right now. Because, Andrea, honestly, I, I, I sincerely believe that 
if people like you and I and your listeners don't start to get active right mm-hmm. now, we're going to be standing in bread lines when my kids are 25 and they're four and two right now. That is not hi- hi- hyperbolic. That is not hyperbole. I mean, that is absolutely um, shockingly real as a possibility in this country. And, you know, I had a meeting today with a couple of fellow patriots and we were talking about this, that we have got to get active. Um, somebody said recently, and it was and it was right on, that uh, the Democrats have had a lot of progress in changing our culture and pushing their agenda forward, even when Republicans have been in power, because simply because they care more. And they are out there active. Every Democrat, they're all like community organizers. They're all like little Barack Obamas. They're active everywhere. They're running for school board. They're running for, you know, every uh, position of power they can find. And they're at rallies, and they're pushing their agenda, and that's exactly what we need to do. And that's why when I heard you were at this conference, I thought I got to get Cordy Lee on because we have got to get active. And we and and the, how do we and how do we motivate people more to get active? You've got great speakers down there, but what's the message that you guys are going to share that's going to motivate people to get up out of their seat and go do something? Well, you, you know, I think a lot of speakers are inspiring people, which I think that's important. And I think just gathering in community without facial condoms, um, you know, because <laughs> you and I are under the rule of Adolf Newsom. But even in spite of that, we decide that we're going to level up for our children. Um, and so what I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be emceeing both days, but myself and Deanna Lorraine. Um, Love her. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to get on stage and really talk about 1776 Forever Free and how to mobilize people to take office, how to get them to run. And we're launching a platform that's really a paint-by-the-numbers platform where you, you click on a city, you click on a state, you click on a county, and you literally get every application that you would need to run, what fee you need to pay, how to build a constituency. And I think you have to make it easy for people, and mm-hmm. then you have to really make it kind of like an emergency exit. Like, here's the door you go through to prevent tyranny and socialism from reaching your kids. That is absolutely brilliant because one of the things I talked about with a fellow patriot of mine today in a meeting was that I was shocked and kind of upset at myself to find out last August something that I should have been on top of myself. And that was how many um, positions of, of importance and power uh, that were seats that were open in San Diego across the county from school board positions, which are so we're we are just now learning how important the school board positions are. Right. I mean, that's really where the battle is for the hearts and minds of, of America. And so and, and all these positions that were running with Democrats uh, running unopposed with no Republican. And I thought we've got to get better at motivating people to run for office at every level. That's one of the things we absolutely have to do. I love that. What are some of the other people talking about? You got you guys got cat turd down there? Uh, yeah, I mean, just the idea. I think about somebody that has half a million or a million followers and their name is cat turd. <laughs> Right. And they, 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 they create this following and they create this notoriety um, and this name for themselves. And, and their name is Catterd. And they have these witty, smart, intelligent and insightful like comments. But then, you know, Catterd has so much data out there. Yeah. I, I mean, they've got Catterd. I mean, I, I've been blown away at what Pastor Brian Gibson and Matt Couch have been able to do at this event. Um, Because I've been a part of probably 60 rallies the last 15 months since the Sleepy Joe virus pandemic or scamdemic started. Um, And I've been blown away 
um, at, at, at what they're doing this weekend. Well, I'm loving it. You guys have Robbie Starbuck, who's been on my show a bunch of times before. You've got some amazing people down there. I love uh, Deanna Lorraine. I've done events with her in the past. Are we going to be able to, are you guys streaming at all? Are we going to get to see what's happening down there ourselves here? Yeah, yeah. And, and I should know the answer to that question. I don't, but I should Sorry. know. I should, definitely should as the MC, but I don't. Um, but I know Patriot Transition Voice um, is is going to be um, streaming. Okay. Okay, and I can get some of that for you for sure. We, we were trying to get Brian Glenn from Right Side Broadcasting. He's actually somewhere else this weekend, unfortunately. Um, it just it wasn't there. He wanted to come, but he just couldn't. They already had something booked. Um, but I will find out. I know Pure Social TV and Doug Wade, um, they're going to be streaming um, on, on Facebook um, possibly um, Twitter as well. Um, but there will be different channels out there for sure. All right. Well, and I'm sure that you're probably going to be posting a link to that on Facebook, so people need to tune in for that. Um, Cordy, we can survive. Yeah, and folks need to follow Matt Couch right. as well Yes, um, for the most up-to-date news on tomorrow. Absolutely. Cordy, I've said before, I think that we can survive a Joe Biden. I'm not sure we can survive the people that, that are have... Um, still uh, worship Fauci and but hang on every word of his. And if, if Joe Biden says you got to get vaccinated to wear a mask, they're willing to follow. You know, how do we take our country back from, from all of these people? Great question. Well, I heard today that Nick Fuentes, who just started a really big podcast, um, was actually, um, and, and, and I think somebody else told me about this, and, I, and then I think actually you and I were talking about it, um, and, you know, he was shut down just for being a conservative, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for having a different narrative, a narrative that's about red, white and blue, a narrative that's about those patriotic values that you and I were raised with. And I think that's the scariest thing that we face right now, you know, in the face of tyranny, in the face of, you know, the masking and and, you know, th- this mandatory jab that they want to do in people's arms where they're, they're almost deciding for parents' children mm-hmm. what they're, you know, the health needs of a family, which is just preposterous to me. Um, you know, I think the only way that we can level up is to do what you're seeing in Arizona, where you mm-hmm. literally have these parents going to the school board. They're standing up and they're saying, we're not doing that. We didn't sign up for that. So I think the more, like, angry and irate parents get for their children, mm-hmm. and the message is, you're not coming into my family and you're not doing that. And I said that from the Wisconsin state Capitol and I got death threats and all that. And I, I strongly said, I said, if you come to my door and you try to force vaccinate my kid, I'm going to put a smiley face on your forehead insured by block. And I think <laughs> that there, 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 there is some type of metered, like, like, like we all need to stand up with a little bit of resistance, mm-hmm. not violence, but just, just anger and kind of get a little PO'd and say, we're not doing that. You're not coming into our town and you're not going to tell us government is not going to become tyrannical and tell us that we have to mandate these unreasonable demands on our kids and our family. It's just well, not going to happen. Right. And, and, you know, we, you know, Jesus threw a table over, right? Jesus, uh, you know, didn't just, you know, Jesus, well, you said that. right. I mean, Jesus pushed back against political correctness. I mean, he died, uh, uh, you know, uh, because he refused to back down. 
for from his message, right? And you know, he showed righteous in, he showed righteous indignation, and we have to be willing to do that for ourselves um, because they uh, part of this cancel culture is everything that's going on with this coronavirus and all this is is an attempt to replace God with state. And our founders knew that our religious our religious freedoms were the most important ones because behind they were the firewall for all of our other freedoms because as soon because and the reason is because our rights come from God, not from man. And as soon as you're willing to accept that, that your rights come from man, then, you know, they're going to end up getting all your rights. And so we've got to, we've got to be strong enough and bold enough in our faith. And even if you're not a Christian to appreciate the Judeo Christian principles and values on which your freedoms were based and be willing to show some righteous indignation, right? Yeah, and uh, you you know we're not inciting violence. When I said that in Wisconsin in right. December, I wasn't inciting violence. I'm just inciting constitutional resolve. Yes. I'm just saying that there are these natural laws that our founders took from John Locke, and and these are alienable rights. They're from God. The right to breathe and the right for your child to not have a facial condom on their face. You know, and you see these kids, mm. these moms, like like Nancy Pohl that I interviewed the other night that is getting off a Southwest airline with a two-year-old and and they're getting, they're getting accosted. I had a friend text me today and she's getting berated by, by a flight attendant who's just completely being unreasonable. And so they've created this wild, wild West kind of um, environment of Karen's and Kevin's that are going around and creating a police state. Yes. And, and I don't know, there's so many different metaphors and parallels to World War II Germany, in my opinion, with well, everything yeah. that has happened the last 15 months and the intensity by which it's been kind of kind of unveiled. Yeah, it's shocking. Um, but I still have um, I believe the election was stolen and I'm convinced of it. And, right. And so and, and that means that there's more of us than there are them. We, we're just we just allowed um, we've been a little complacent. I think I used the analogy of water last night that water finds the path of least resistance. And I think that and, and, right. and in general, our culture is one of adapt adaptability. You know, things get hard, hit us in the face. And we look how we adapted after 9-11 and we, we pulled ourselves up and kept going. But that can be to our detriment if we if we just accept the new conditions and move forward. No, because that that is to to our demise in the end. And we all have to be courageous enough and we all have to get active and that's what the faith and freedom conference is about right it's about getting active and i love that you guys are down there doing it how has um what have you seen real quick before i let you go um i'm hearing that things are kind of not necessarily as free and open in texas as we thought what are you seeing down there in terms of mandates on masks and all that kind of stuff well, I mean, I generally walk into a room like a boss anyways, Andrea, not to sound <laughs> and I'm just not going to wear a facial condom because the souls that are six feet under and the names at, at the Vietnam Memorial that died for our freedom and came back with no legs and no arms and missed Christmases and missed their kids being born, I just kind of think that we should be a stand for them because they were a stand for us. Um, and, and that goes for the tombstones at Arlington as well. So, so I just walk in like a boss and I don't wear a facial condom anywhere. I just don't care. Um, but, but generally speaking, you got the nicest, patriotic, amazing people. I was at a steakhouse called Nick and Sam's in Dallas, and I'm sitting next to this guy named Pete, and I'm going to put Pete on, Pete on blast for a second. And this guy, th- this guy was the exception and not the rule for this area because I happened to sit next to the guy 
that believes that Sleepy Joe actually got the 90 million votes and Trump didn't, even though he had five people at his rally. And Pete actually believes that there there is no media that's against um, erectionists like us. Well, that's what Brian Chuck said anyways. Um, and, you know, just everything that you could just tell this guy was so gaslit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I understand guys like you want to kill me. I'm like, what are you what? talking about, dude? We just want our kids to be free. Yeah. We have no problem. I, I love that you have a different opinion. That's what I fought for. That's what some of my friends died for. Right. But when when your opinion starts being the only narrative that's out there and they start silencing people like me, do we really have a free republic at that point? No, we don't. Well, Cordy, I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a lot happening down there this weekend. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you for all you do for Freedom, the Megaphone Marine. Uh, follow him on, you can uh, go to his Facebook page, Cordy Lee Williams, D.C. He's uh, hashtag Megaphone Marine. His organization is 1776 Forever Free. His radio show is here. He, this man's everywhere. He's the James Brown right now of Freedom. His radio show is here on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., Thank you, Cordy Lee. Have a great time this weekend. I can't wait to watch some streaming uh, from here in San Diego. Well, Andrea, you're a doll. God bless you. Thanks for having me on and sip or five. Uh, yeah. Hoorah. Thank you, hon. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because uh, we've got a couple other stories to share with y'all on the other side of the break. Way do y'all get a load of who's getting priority across the open border? You're just going to love this, Skins. You're going to love this story so much. <laughs> Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. When I first moved here from New Orleans, I had never seen you know, sushi before. I, I, Let's except, go out for sushi, Andrea. Come on. No, except the scene in Breakfast Club. I was like, what in the world is she eating? You right? haven't I, even tried it. I, well, I, after I moved out here, people were like, no, you'll, you'll like sushi. You know, uh, you know, come with me. It was always some dude. And the first time I tried it, I literally gagged gagged it up. Like my oh, gag reflex. I tried it. My gag reflex. Okay, you so tried it. Fair enough. I, I can't tell you how many times. Then, then, then somebody else would invite me out. And he'd be like, oh, no, you just haven't had it with me. Like it's going to taste better. With somebody with, else. With somebody else. No, I have tried every kind of sushi there is. And, and, my, and, it, and it's, it's gag inducing. I don't understand. It's like the vaccine. You want to go eat sushi? Go eat sushi. But dude, no, I ain't eating no sushi. We were talking about Skins has a family taking him out, surprising him. And I said, you, you got to trust somebody who's really who's, have to you got to really somebody. trust somebody. Like that. My family knows better than to try to haul me into a sushi restaurant. It ain't happening. All right. Well, note to the AK show family. If you're listening, uh, I'm available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, y'all y'all keep that away from me. I can't even look at it. OK, <laughs> I can't even look at that sushi. Um, OK. Um, the Biden administration has announced that in addition to the open borders now, they've got, a, they've got a flood of people coming here. But hold up now. We've got to set some priorities, right, on the people coming across the of border. Of course. That would be smart. Uh, uh, okay. So um, they've decided to prioritize families with young children and people who identify as transgender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just wait until we see the pics of MS-13 gang members in wigs and pink lipstick. It's going to be like an episode of Bosom Buddies. 
I really have no comment at this point. Is that not insane? And the excuse is that these are, quote, they're having to identify, quote, the ones that are coming from especially vulnerable, particularly vulnerable situations. How about the five little girls that were dumped off like garbage on ranch land by smugglers? How about we prioritizing stopping people from getting in caravans to come here because it is a complete, true humanitarian crisis. And now they're injecting transgenderism into this as though they now have some special case to seek asylum into this country? It has nothing to do with anything. No. And I'm only halfway joking about the Bosom Buddies reference where we're going to have MS-13 gang members in wigs. I mean, how are they going to vet the transgenders? Whatever happened to coming across the border the right way? Now they're using transgender as an excuse for open borders. And we know what this is about. We know what this is about. The whole thing about transgenderism, it's, it's a, the, those that, that are, are legitimately transgender were a tiny portion. We know that it's jumped up 400 to 700% as they've gone to five-year-olds and six-year-olds and eight-year-olds. Are you sure you think you're a boy? Have you ever wanted to play with your sister's Barbie, right? Getting inside their heads. Getting inside their heads. They want they and, and this is this is a Trojan horse, right, to change the, the culture of this country. It's also an end around around the parents, right? Well, like we talked about with Cordy, um, it, with transgenderism, there's legislation going around about trying to deny parents try, that, you know, and we know that it's happened with some parents to where, um, like in the case of divorced parents, to where one parent wanted to put the kid on a path of, of you know, puberty blockers and mutilation surgery and the other parent didn't want it and that the parent who didn't want it was on was ousted by the courts they're giving parents and parents so much less choice and freedom than they should be having right and now yeah i mean it's the state taking over and why are they doing this it's not because they care anything about transgender if they did they would be fighting to make sure that every kid had an opportunity to go through puberty first because 90 something percent of children who say that they believe that they are in the wrong body which was me when i was little night over 90 percent changed their minds when they hit puberty why I it's like called your hormones. analogy it's a trojan horse it is a trojan horse right all right well thank you to cordy lee williams thank you tater skins hey i hope you have a wonderful time off for your thank birthday you. i will keep you posted yeah stay DJ safe Water out there Press. keep keeping it crispy all right love you guys see you all tomorrow night friday fun day 6 p.m pacific time peace out